And always great to catch up with the federal member for O'Connor, the Honourable Rick Wilson. Rick, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Terry. Rick, federal budget last night. You're in Canberra at the moment. Uh, thoughts on last night's uh, decision? Yeah, look, it's um, you know, it's a it's a big week in uh, in politics. Uh, budget week. It's a bit like the AFL grand final for politicians. It's uh, there's a lot happening, a lot going on. Uh, but I have to say, last night's budget was a bit of a letdown. I think even uh, even people on the uh, the Labor side were a little bit disappointed. Uh, the Treasurer had effectively released every detail of the budget uh, to the media prior to the budget. There was nothing in his speech last night that we hadn't already seen or read in the uh, in the media uh, over the you know previous uh, few weeks. So. Uh, you know, there was a bit of a feeling at the end of the uh, budget speech is, uh, well, you know, is that it? There's, uh, there's nothing nothing more here, uh, which is a bit of an indictment in terms of, uh, you know, we are in, you know, challenging uh, global financial circumstances and there didn't really seem to be any, you know, overall plan uh, to deal with uh, rampant inflation, high energy prices. I mean, they, they are part of the budget. They've you know that that's sort of baked into the budget, but uh, no real plan to deal with it. And uh, but of course, I was looking from the perspective of uh, the O'Connor electorate and some of the programs that have been uh, very uh, well received in in the past by constituents around O'Connor. And one of those is the mobile phone black spot, which uh, program, which has uh, built I think about 120 mobile phone towers around the electorate uh, in various places. Uh, that will be continued. So I'm very pleased to to see that the new government is continuing that. But one of the major disappointments for me is the Building Better Regions Fund, which has uh, you know, funded a lot of very worthy uh, projects uh, around the electorate, including uh, the Meriden uh, Main Street upgrade, uh, $2.5 million for that particular project. Uh, they will uh, not be... Uh, sorry, that, that project will be honoured, but there will be no future rounds of the BBRF for... Those uh, smaller communities and smaller towns to you know upgrade their their community amenities. Was there uh, some requests from around the uh, electorate uh, in regards to possible projects going for the future that will now no longer be funded? So we had around six of the Building Better Regions Fund, which was announced in May 2021. The applications closed in December 2021. Uh, a lot of people, including uh, you know people from uh, the Central Wheat Belt, a lot of. Uh, Communities and local government authorities had uh, submitted applications for that round, uh, and it closed on the 8th of December. And uh, because uh, they hadn't been completed, uh, the assessments of those projects uh, before the election, uh, the government has announced they will not be uh, honouring that uh, that round six, which is unfortunate for those people who applied. And uh, for example, uh, you know, Corrigan uh, was. Uh, one of those uh, communities that applied for some funding for youth mental health uh, space uh, to up an old building and um, it turned into a you know a hangout for the young people of Corrigan. Yeah. Uh, they put 50 hours of work into their application, volunteer work, uh, and uh, only to be told uh, earlier this week they received a letter from the department saying that uh, that uh, that round will now be cancelled. So all of their work and all of the hopes that they had. Uh, for that project going forward have been dashed. So very disappointing. Very, yeah, very disappointing uh, for, for that group there. Now, Rick, uh, you got an update on the uh, proposal to, to, to bring back the Meriden electorate office. Well, uh, an update's uh, probably the wrong word. It's certainly very disappointing again to find out when I was in Meriden. It's not happening. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, that there is a for sale and a, and a for lease sign in the uh, in the, the window of the uh, what was formerly Melissa Price's office, uh, leased by uh, the Department of Finance, which provides uh, members of Parliament with their uh, facilities. And um, uh, I had written to the Minister, Special Minister for State, Don Farrell, asking that uh, that office be made available. Uh, to me, uh, politicians with an electorate the size of mine are entitled to three parliamentary offices, which I currently have in Kalgoorlie, Albany and Esperance. Uh, I requested a special exemption for that fourth office and uh, the minister didn't even do me the courtesy of responding. Uh, the first I knew that they'd uh, cancelled the lease and moved on was uh, when I saw that sign in the window. So I will be continuing to fight and work very hard for uh, to get that office in Meriden so I can have a base there and certainly uh, uh, give the people of the Central Wheat Belt the opportunity to have uh, a federal office that they can drop in and talk to, okay. if not myself, a staff member. So, uh, But, Terry, if I could just finish that, one of the things that makes me really angry is that the Prime Minister's office uh, has allocated themselves an additional $44 million, uh, and it Jeez. says in the budget paper, to promote uh, the government's agenda. So they can't find... Uh, you know, $1,000 a month roughly uh, there or thereabouts uh, for an office in Meriden, uh, but they can allocate the Prime Minister's office $44 million to promote the government's agenda. Yeah, very disappointing news, given that, you know, uh, parts of your electorate are, 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 you know, some some of the constituents are moving into the electorate for the first time and, you know, you want to have that shop front so you can uh, meet and greet people. Yeah, certainly. And, um, uh, you know, obviously uh, Melissa Price had that office previously and, uh uh, and um, you know had that office staff full time, and it was a, a great resource for people in the Central Wheat Belt to uh, you know keep in contact with their local federal member, and uh, certainly make sure that uh, uh, you know Melissa was aware of uh, the issues that were concerning people in the Central Wheat Belt. I will still be you know visiting Meriden as often uh, as humanly possible, given the size of the electorate, and catching up with people face to face, which I did last week, and I'll be back in uh, in Meriden. Uh, on Friday afternoon uh, to open the stage one of the uh, town centre redevelopment, which is the Pioneer Park for those people who've been driving uh, up and down the uh, the Great Eastern Highway or, or into town itself. Uh, it's where the big water tank is, and um, uh, they've done a, a marvellous job of uh, turning that into a much more uh, uh, sort of visitor-friendly uh, space where people can find yeah. good parking directly off the highway. Uh, and that links up the rail museum and the military museum and, there. And the water tank looks fantastic now because it's all lit up at night. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a great uh, heritage asset that the town has there, and um, uh, I think the Shire have, uh, have done a terrific job with that stage one of that project. And uh, looking forward to cutting the ribbon on yeah. um, uh, on Thursday after uh, Friday afternoon, and then uh, off to the Meriden Fine Arts Society to uh, to yeah, launch their a- exhibition. Yeah, big exhibition coming up there at uh, on Queen Street there in Meriden. So uh, looking forward to a big weekend of events across the uh, electorate. Rick Wilson, uh, Federal Member for O'Connor, appreciate you giving us your thoughts on last night's budget. No problems, Terry. Always happy to have a chat.